What's going on everybody? We got Kyle Carnahan on today from Superhuman Fathers. He's going to kick some butt talking about sowing seeds and reaping the harvest. So without further ado, here it is. Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose Infused Brotherhood, the podcast where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, then you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer. What's going on, everybody? This is the Purpose Infused Brotherhood, and we are super excited to have the superhuman father, Kyle Carnahan. Did I say that right? Yeah, man, like a giant leprechaun. I freaking got it right. (laughs) Kyle Carnahan on. We're going to be discussing sowing seeds and reaping harvest and just being able to take that and utilize that to increase our time, increase our energy levels, build stronger relationships with our families, just be a badass man every single day. And uh, at the end, we're gonna he's going to give us top three tools that's going to help you sow seeds and reap harvest for yourself. So, John, say what's up and uh, introduce uh, Kyle for us, man. Heck, yes. Awesome, man. I'm super excited to be here. And, yeah, dude, talking about sowing seeds and, and reaping harvest. I love it. So, Kyle Carnahan is the founder of Superhuman Fathers, a community and program for men who desire to transform their lives in all areas of fatherhood. As a father of five and a husband of 20 years, Kyle's been through waves of stress, struggle, and disappointment in his relationship with his kids and wife and family. And, however, after making several key decisions in his life to be honest with himself about his actions, he started to see incredible change. Now his passion in life is helping other men do the same. Dude, that that's a great mission in life, brother. And Hell super yeah. proud of you. And and super congrats on hitting that 20 year mark in your relationship. And that that's awesome, man. That's that's bonus land for good for you. So Hell Kyle, yeah. please share with our listeners a win for the week and kind of say what's up. Man. My win for the week is my is 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 my epiphany I had this week about pain nice and uh i don't want to get off uh, this might turn into a three-hour conversation (laughs) (laughs) have the you know we have the we're trying to connect with men we're trying to help us understand ourselves too right because we have a way about us a lot of these leaders of men we're disciplined like we show up we struggle but we're showing up in a way that leaders do we know we have to carry a little bit of the mantle when we tell people to do something, we have to do it at a higher level in order to have them follow us. And that's heavy. (laughs) And a lot of times I'm no different than any other man. I got depression, anxiety, stress, and my whole life I've been trying to push it away or uh, dodge it or hide it. And um, this week, bro, I just let it in. Yes. Mm. Nice. And I felt, I felt, I got a fire. But that fire, it was like, it just fueled it. It was like oxygen. And I stopped fighting it. Yeah. And I immediately was like, I got to share this with my guys. So I, <laughs> I was like, call a meeting, call a meeting. <laughs> you know? So like, that was my win. And, and these have been my wins lately have just been these, um, these connections of a way to 
to heal myself and heal others. Yeah. And that's what we've done. That's what you've done. Yep. You found ways to heal yourself and then you can't help but try and spread it, you know? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, man. And like I say, I, I, I sat on this couch right over here at a Game of Thrones episode and had a complete panic attack. You know what I mean? Over a damn TV show. And I'm sitting there going, what is, what's going on here? Like, you know, I didn't share anxiety for 15 years of my life. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I, I was the, t I played the, I, I wore the tough guy mask and I wore the Joker's mask. Did you wear any masks in your, in your hiding and running? Cause I, you said it, man, I, I did all those things too. So what, what mask did you wear? Dude, my, my mask was um, fake confidence for a long time, like super insecure. And then, you know, I would just puff the chest a little bit and just pretend I was just fine. And, uh, and now, man, it feels good just to like, yeah. man, if we're going to cry, we're going to cry. It's all yeah. good. You know, and if I'm if I'm scared, I'll tell you, you know, and because then there's 10 other guys that are like me, too, bro. Yeah. But hey, we're doing it anyway, yeah. you know, yeah. and then just the power of like the truth comes out. And then we're like, OK, I, I'm good. We're good. We're normal, actually. Oh, you know, and it's like when I was first a paramedic uh, on the fire engine, like I was screwing up all the time and I was looking at myself like. I wasn't seeing what everybody else was doing. I was looking at myself and I was so nervous, man. I was like, I suck at this. Mm -hmm. And um, as the years went on and I gained confidence, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, we all suck. Like, <laughs> we all, we're all fuck ups, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we all got oh, shit. <laughs> I'm actually the best they got. I'm actually pretty damn good at this. You know, that was a, like huge epiphany. I was like, I'm not the only fucked up one. We all are. So, <laughs> yep. It's all good. It's when all guys good. call me, you guys probably know this. Like yeah. guys call you and they're like, they're telling you their woes and all their struggles. And they're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And you're just like, I know what's wrong with you. And they're like, what? And they're like, you're human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you, I've had you're, this conversation. You're alive. <laughs> like I had this conversation 10 times today. Yeah. And I've had hundreds every week for the past year. So they're just like, really? You know, yeah. they just don't realize because they're stuck in their own hole that we're all fucked up. It's all good, man. Yeah. This is how we learn. The average age of the man that calls me is 45 who's barely figuring life out. Yeah. So it's okay. We're all there. We're all there I get yeah. it, dude. I'm, I'm 48 and I've been on about a five-year mission of trying to fix stupid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm still stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I said I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm that's up. true. Like ours, ours is usually between the 35 to 45 range. Is that's where we're at. And and I think what do we get into is I always call it the responsible man. You know what I mean? We go in our 20s and we do some shit and we're like, all right, I thought it was a great idea at the time, you know, and then and then we find out like maybe I shouldn't have done that, you know, and then we get into you know, get the job, get in a career, and then we have a family, and all of a sudden we're this responsible man taking care of what we need to take care of, doing the things that we were told to do. Um, where'd you grow up at, Kyle? It what Oceanside, California. Okay, so California. I, I grew up in blue collar Pennsylvania. It's like work your ass shut up and do what you're told to do, and then everything's yeah. gonna be great. It was it the same way out there or no? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, just it's it's growing up as a man in America. Yep. Like uh yeah. shut up, buck up. And uh, like, that's it. Tell like, you, don't be weak. Don't, don't be show, weak. Yeah, don't be weak. Don't show emotion. Just 
shove it all away, shove it somewhere else called the shadow. And then all of a sudden the yeah. shadow gets so dark. You're like, what the fuck is going on with my life? And I think, you know, that's where so many men get to. That's where I get to. And I think men change for two reasons. One, because there's a golden carrot out front. Usually it's a woman or money. Uh, and then the second time is when the shit hits the fan. And for me, it was when the shit hit the fan. And uh, I think a lot of men get that way. But the thing is, is like what we're doing and the work that you're doing with the super, superhuman fathers, which I want you to get into a little bit here and kind of share that. Uh, and where did that start from? Because I think that is when we talk about sowing seeds and reaping harvest, that is your story of sowing seeds and reaping harvest. And, and so I want to get into that, but, you know, I think we go through this journey that allows us to be able to release and, and, and build that fire and be the lighthouse, not the tugboat, just be the lighthouse and shine that light out. So uh, let us know, how did super superhuman fathers come about? What journey did you have to go through to get there? And, and, and really what was the shit storms? Because I think in the, in the shit storms, uh, on the other side of adversity is an extreme advantage, and I think that's what all of us have found is to be able to help others out and do that. If I could bottle what it took to build this, it would kill a man. Yeah, I and, get it. And and <laughs> you guys get it. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. But, but when but when you, when you have this pull in this calling, like you don't have a choice. Yep. <laughs> There's no. You could try. You could you could try to. Pretend you're not hearing that pole or that voice, but the the other side of that is a life of inner turmoil by not answering that call. And a lot of men do that. They have the they have a call and they're not listening. They're not acting, and the inner turmoil is growing. The darkness and frustration inside them is mounting, and it's coming out in ways that are very destructive to themselves and their families. Yep. And so, for me. I came from a place of like uh great just great insecurity and um lack of confidence um but I've always been one to go on the attack regardless that's been my mo kind of just it's <laughs> I was ne I'd never hold myself back even though my hands were shaking and my armpits were sweating and everyone yeah. know wow like that guy's terrified like, <laughs> like it was obvious and that was the worst part about it of just like being a, speaking in front of people or damn being a paramedic like in the beginning yeah. like with my hands shaking doing ivs and stuff and like people are like dude this guy's a mess but i just, <laughs> I just kept showing up and showing up and showing up and you know the shakes got less and less and less and uh and the confidence grew and I, you know, talking about sowing seeds, like in, in that environment, like this is about just, I mean, stress inoculation. It's yeah. just like as painful and as uncomfortable as it is, if you show up consistently, regardless, you consistency, will get consistency, key, good yes, job. <laughs> you will get very good and very comfortable in that situation. It will happen. It is an inevitable. It is the way of man. Yep. And and I know there's people listening to this that are in positions where they're stressed out and they don't know if they can make it. And all you have to do is show up. I'm telling you, I am like inside was born like a scared bunny rabbit, man. <laughs> I swear, like, uh, like the worst nerves, like for, for like five years as a medic, I was like pissing blood, man. And <laughs> even as a kid, I did a martial arts. When I do a martial arts test, like I had to piss like four times. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like you, there, you're 
It's it, and that I found that that's actually very normal. There are yeah. some people that don't have it as bad as me. I get it, but there's also a lot of people that do that Correct. just have, yeah. have anxiety. They're just nervous, and you can crush that. I promise you, mm-hmm. and I have crushed that. Um, and how did I do it? Exposure, yeah, exposure after exposure after exposure, and then building confidence through building yourself as a man in every aspect. So went through the, I was in the banking business um, until 2008, lost everything, got annihilated, just kicked in the balls, lost my 401k houses, cars, moved into my wife, parents, started driving an ambulance for like eight bucks an hour. Like it was an absolute obliteration. So I'm 28. I got three kids at the time. And that was like the, scariest moment of my life i thought i thought we were dead and done Mm -hmm. so i thought well i'll just go be a fireman i'll go sign up at the local fire station they'll pick me up little did i know i had three years of absolute terror hell (laughs) to go through before i got hired and that's when the real hell began and um so going in you know i showed up to a bunch of uh ex-military guys at the firehouse Mm -hmm. who saw me and they were like oh weakness we're going to devour you and so i got my ass just beat for like three years until i kept showing up yeah until i started to rise and get used to it and toughen up and find that i was very capable and 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 i rose in that little pond made great friends and became good at what i did um, and I, I would have told you I was probably going to get fired, like back in the beginning, like I'm not made for this. And um, and and then uh, I decided to start again at 36 and move to another fire department here in Southern California. And I thought I was pretty badass. Well, we go to the first day, and we're all sitting in there, recruits, and I'm like, dude, I can't believe I'm doing this again. And all the cadre comes out, <laughs> and when I see them, what happens? Same old shaky hands. I'm holding up the paper. I'm 36, mind you. And I'm and I can't even put the paper down. And I'm like, oh no, I'm still that guy. And, and uh and then I went through an epic adventure through that fire academy and they they just annihilated us, but this time was different. Mm-hmm. You know, I had earned some confidence and I really enjoyed it this time. Mm-hmm. It was really difficult at 36 going through that, but I enjoyed it. And all of this was forging me. You know, and all the while I found fitness and I found body composition change. I became obsessed with it. And I began to help the guys in the firehouse change their bodies and then change their minds, change their families, all starting with wake up times, nutrition and fitness. Mm -hmm. Huh? I saw this massive explosion in their lives when they found discipline through the tool of fitness. And I was amazed at how that affected their lives. I didn't realize the power that was in that because I was always kind of involved in it. I, I, I always was fairly disciplined in my, in my fitness. Um, I've, I've turned it up over the years and learned techniques and gotten better. But as I've gotten really good at it, now I know what I can talk to a man. I can see where they're at in their life. I can see their problems with their business and with their families. And I start with the foundation and I can build from that. Yeah. 
And what I found was helping all these people. Well, what happened? All their family wanted help. All their friends wanted help. And I'm going, I don't have time for this. You know, <laughs> I had dozens of guys. Go save people. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, man, I, I don't know what to do. And I had uh, a coach, um, Big Wes Watson. I'm sure you guys know who that is. Uh-huh. And he was like, dude, you, he, he told me on a call one day, he goes, hey, dude, you have it. You do the most, bro. Like you have five kids. You're at the firehouse. You're coaching all these people. You have a great marriage. Your kids love you. I see you skateboarding with them, playing guitar. Like, I don't even know how you do all this shit. And he's like, start a business, man. So I, I was like, I put it out on an Instagram that I already had called Superhuman Fathers that I was using for my personal accountability to not be an asshole. And that would usually go like this. All right, I'm home from the firehouse. I haven't slept in four days. I'm not going to yell at my kids. And then an hour later, I'd be like, I just fucking yelled at my kids. I lasted one hour. I lasted one hour. And, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, dude. I did check out your Instagram, and you got some skateboarding skills. Thanks, and, man. Yeah, dude. I seen you. You were, you got some skills on that board. Uh, no, we, no. I can't get on a board. I just I get on and go right off. That's what I, that's what mine is. <laughs> so so uh, I'll get back to topic. But um, so we just put a mi the mini ramp in our backyard. I've been working <laughs> my ass off, and I've only been skateboarding like once every two weeks. And as I notice, as I get older, if I stay off of it, I get on that thing. My knees are like clattering. <laughs> I, I have no balance, no no confidence. Like talk about like sowing seeds, like. If I get off that skateboard for more than a month, I got to relearn all my shit. Yeah. So I was out there today. Like eight, I ate shit like five times. I'm like, damn, this is rough. You know? I'm telling you, that is one of them things that like, there's no in between. Like you mess up on a skateboard, yeah. your ass is hitting the ground and you're hitting it hard. Like half commitment <laughs> does not work. Like you have to be all in on that shit. Half commitment gets me wrecked. And that's what I was doing today. I was like, just trying to tickle it and go easy. And I was just being absolutely hammered. I'm like, dude, just, just go for it. But I keep picturing my ankles snapping and shit now that I'm old. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like, ah. I don't even get on it. No, nope, I ain't doing it. But, uh, no, but words, in about six weeks, I'm going to post some shit. I'm going to be doing some shit on that mini ramp that 42 year olds should not be doing. Right on. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, going back to where we were at, like, I put, I got on that Instagram and I just put out on the Instagram, like, hey, I'm, I'm coaching. Um, out in the world now, not in the firehouse. I'm starting a business. And it was like 30 guys. Boom. And I was like, oh shit, we got a we got a brotherhood. Yeah. And then we had some in if you see my transformations, like this is world class shit. Like <laughs> you've I've seen you change some dudes on there. I did. Yeah. I checked it out. You you definitely got yeah. some dudes jacked. Good for you. We we take our guys down to the spot where they're almost there, and then we bring them into a group called the Order of the Warrior Monk. And I am the leader of the order of the warrior monk, meaning I have to lead this shit means I have to live this shit. Yep. So it paints me into a corner of accountability that is gnarly. And I love it. I love it. And so we take these guys and we suffer together. Yeah. And, and our goal within that suffering is to give our family an epic husband and a patient, loving father amidst the turmoil of hunger and fatigue and increased cortisol. Because if we can become a creature of the night, powerful in the darkness, able to give light, then when chaos comes, we'll be ready. Mm -hmm. That's what we're creating. Strong men that are prepared for chaos. That is what superhuman fathers is doing here. 
That is the purpose of the order of the warrior monk. Now there is another purpose behind getting that lean is because we build guys very slowly in that lean spot to create a gap so that they can build muscle and still stay lean and do it as a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and, and so we can, we can carry these elite lean bodies and feed it a lot of nutrients without putting too much fat on. Yeah. That's kind of our technique in our game. And that's, that's really the, the hook for what we do. Right. It's like, right I can get a guy who's like, Ooh, if I looked like that, I'd be happy. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what I want you to think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you do it. <laughs> you got to get to do the did before you get to do the do. <laughs> but the, but the same thing is, is that that's a the, you're sowing seeds right there for exponential growth, not only in your body but in your mind and your family and your life too. And that's 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 the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Because I, I I believe it too. Like when I when when I first changed. Mine was a physical change first. I went back in the gym because I looked in the mirror and was like, dude, I don't like that belly that I'm seeing. And I'm starting to look like my brother and I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I want to look like, let's go. And I've always let's been an athlete. My life. Call that? him out. Get your brother on board. Come on. That's a whole other subject. That's all other subject. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, if I, I he's, he's curling beers. That's what he's doing. He's curling beers. Um, but no, and, and that's where I was like, I, I, the physical part for me was the opportunity because I've been an athlete my whole life was a, a, the opportunity for me to push myself past uh, and to be able to do those things. And I think that's awesome because again, there's a lot of guys at that age of what you're working with, you're sowing the seeds of, Hey, here's this, but you're also sowing the seeds of all the other shit that's going to be able to come, which is beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. And if you, if you really look at it, it's like, Hey, uh, I'm like, Hey, you see how you got that body? I'm like, that's the same way you build a business, my friend. Yep. That's yeah. the same way you practice being a good father yep. and a good husband. All we do is we stack these non-negotiables mm -hmm. and then we get really good at being disciplined, creating time by using the discipline to get up earlier and go to bed at a certain time. And then we compress time by getting more effective and following time blocks and constructing our day. And so- like when you when you take the i the idea of fitness and the pain and suffering it takes in the squat rack, you're like, well, you can get on more calls, man. You could sit in that squat rack for 25 reps. That's yeah. way harder, man. You could sit on here and and grind out whatever your creative pursuit is for an extra hour. Yep. We go to failure. We go to failure in the gym. We go to failure in our business. We go to failure in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So if it hurts, then you're in the right spot. And that's what these guys are learning. And I mean, let's be real. When, you, when you're eating right and you're working out, like you don't need those depression meds, man. No. That, like you don't need them. Like you, you're like, I don't need this shit anymore. Yeah. I show the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what, what, is, was depression more for you or anxiety more? Both, dude, both. Both, both intertwined? I'm still fucking bipolar, dude. I, I, I have like deep, I had one today. Right. Like almost before this call, I mean, I'm sitting on the phone with just like broken men. Like mm -hmm. I, there was some heavy shit today. Yeah. Man. That's tough. Yeah. And, and, and these guys are broke too. Like some of them. And I'm just like, dude, I, I don't have time to, I got a business. Like, I'm, so I'm trying to help them and I'm trying to give them as much as I can, but, I'm, but I'm like, you need one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. You can't afford me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
I need to make so much goddamn money so that I can throw ropes to all Correct. these people and pull them up. Right now, I can only help the guys that are right here. Okay, yeah. come to me. But I don't have the time, nor the funds, nor the people to go down into the darkness and the dregs mm-hmm. and pull people up. And we have to get there because yeah. no, one, no one can, man. Yeah. Like, you got to have a goddamn $100 million to build some kind of magic freaking system <laughs> in an army to go find them and save them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's one of the things is, too. And I think one of the big things that we're, we're talking about here, too, is is also what is sowing the seeds. It's sowing the seeds of example. And I think yeah. that's one of the biggest things is, too, is because, like, we can't. We can't go save everybody. Plus, the big thing is, too, is, like, I can't save you anyways. Like, you know what I mean? That's why we get – I get on calls, you know, like, hey, what are you going to do? Like, dude, I, I ain't going to do shit. Like, I'm going to yeah. walk with you. I'm going to yeah. give you the tools. But if you don't show up and do the fucking work, hey, I ain't, I ain't doing shit for you. Like, I am yeah. not here to hold you accountable because I can't. You need to hold yourself accountable. But I'm going to fucking call you out if yeah. you're not doing your shit. And you then know what when I mean? you leave, they just go back to their old ways if you baby them. Yeah, I tell, absolutely. I tell you guys, hey, we're building the bridge. You got to come to the river. You gotta, like, what, the bridge yeah. ain't moving. So nope. you, go, you go out in the shark-infested waters, we're going to let you drown, bro. You'll get a text. But you're, you ain't you ain't going to hear it because you're going to be underwater. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you got to stay with us. Yeah. I tell guys, I have one requirement of you. It ain't workouts. It ain't hitting your macros. It's stay in the boat, man. Yep. That's it. Go up. Love That's it. all you got to do. You show up long enough with us, you will change. You won't be able to help it because you'll be around savages. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you you become who you are you around. Your circle. Absolutely. That's what I pay for, man. That's what I I. Dude, I'm a quarter million deep this the last year. <laughs> bro. Like, so when I tell a guy, when I when I'm trying to sell a guy and joining us, I'm like, I would buy this 10 times the amount. Like, <laughs> insane. But people that haven't done coaching or haven't yep. done self-development, they just don't get it. They, they think it. they feel like they're buying air. Because I remember my first one, I was like, I think it was like, well, my first one was a doozy. It was like 18 G's. But uh wow. I was working at the firehouse. And I, I was working overtime to pay this bill. And I remember being like, what have I done, dude? Like yeah. I joined, joined a capitalism uh, incubator. It was like a product to build product businesses. Okay. Mm. And I was like, well, these guys know. And I've heard you got to just pull the trigger on stuff. So <laughs> let's do it. My wife's like, you're insane. Because like, I think I'm going to lose all this money. I'm pretty sure. And uh, from there, I just realized like surrounding yourself with epic humans. Yeah. Like I was. I was like, this is my best investment. So yeah. as the business grew, I'm like putting massive chunks into just being around epic humans and hearing them and like feeling their energy and and stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, like um, like just soaking it up. Yeah. Because now you're around those people, you elevate, and then the people that you lead are gonna elevate with you. I I just can't get enough, man. Yeah. It's I have it. My COO is like, Hey, you don't get to buy any coaching until you talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're on restriction. <laughs> I, I, I just paid another one without telling him. He doesn't know you. Hey, but by the way, I, I'm what selling tickets to, to uh, the create conference in, uh, <laughs> down in Atlanta. We got John Maxwell and Ed Milet coming in, Anthony trucks. We got them all, man. Well, homie Sean's speaking at that. Yeah, I'm I know going- he is. I know Sean Michael Crane. I was going with him in Connecticut, are you, dude. Are you selling tickets? Yeah, dude. You get commissions? Uh, yes. Okay, I'll buy from you. Love it. 
I'm, I'm contemplating the five grand or the 10 grand. I'm just, yeah, I'm telling you that 10 grand is dinner with John Maxwell, lunch with Ed Milet, 50 mm. people, 50 <sighs> people. How am I not going to buy this thing to eat lunch with Ed Milet? That's like, what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm why saying. Would I not, if I'm going to go, this is what I say. When, when you go to events, go to the event. Like, and front row. Yes. 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 Like, pay it. Yes. So, all right. You just Get made in it. rooms with, where people think bigger than you do, dude. Yeah. Dude, this that, that's that's Ken, buy that, anyway. So dude, that's Ken's motto right there is get into rooms where people think bigger than you do. Yeah. I love it. And you know what I love about this? I get to have this epic conversation with you and then <laughs> I get to make you some money right now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's why you make fucking friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. That's why you sow seeds. You sow <laughs> seeds. And I well, say yeah, it. Exactly. Look, we, just, we literally just had sowing seeds and reaping harvest we right did. live we in did. here. Not right. even knowing This is great. And so now, mind you, when I, when I seen what we were talking about, right? It reminded me, dude, for years, I had talked about sowing seeds of greatness, right? Because that's what I'm about. I love, you know, and it's like, I'm always like, yeah, I'm sowing seeds of greatness. Just kind of threw that shit out there. And then one day I was at a garage sale, senior citizens garage sale, dude. And I found this book, Oh, no shit. Seeds of Greatness by Dennis Waitley, dude. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I paid a quarter for it, but <laughs> that was the best quarter I've ever spent in my entire life. This guy invested and, himself, you see? Yeah, yeah. But, dude, I just, I had to share with you guys and the listeners, out of this, dude, it talks about the different seeds. There's the seed of self-esteem, the seed of creativity, the seed of responsibility, the seed of wisdom, the seed of purpose. Mm-hmm. The seed of communication, the seed of faith, the seed of adaptability, the seed of perseverance, and the seed of perspective. Mm. And dude, I tell you what, this is a book everybody should check out, and you will love it. I bought yeah. I, after I bought the book, I definitely got the Audible and listened to it on there. So, but you know, because I'm an Audible kind of guy. Garden in my backyard. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's For awesome, sure. man. That, that's crazy that you actually found the book and see. But, I, you know, I think that that's what it is. You know, I always heard I, I didn't grow up here and sow seeds and stuff like that until I got actually around a business team that uh, a bunch of different people that were big time business people and they're like, sow seeds, just sow the seeds, just sow the seeds, just sow the seeds. And, uh, you know, when it comes, you know, I, I think it goes back to the thing where, you know, we, we plant seeds not to sit under the shade of the tree long, long after we're gone, you know, we plant seeds for those for down the road. Um, and I want to switch gears over to the fatherhood piece of it, um, is building those seeds with your kids. You know, I think it's one of the big, big things that we really need to do, um, with our kids is sow those seeds into our kids, be that example. What are some of those things, Kyle, that, that you kind of really make sure as a father, you're, you're very pertinent on, of saying, hey, these are the seeds that I really want to sow, or what wow. suggestions you got? Check this out. This is everything, bro. This, this, this is one of those epiphanies I had. <laughs> so, it, it's, it's not so much what we do or what we say, because, because I, for a lot of while, it's like what we do. Yes, that's important. Yes, because, but what we do is going to lead to something that's way more powerful, and that is the energy and the feeling that they have around us. Mm-hmm. Right. When they're in our presence, 
You know, when you're you're in the presence of a great man, yep. you just you just believe you're unstoppable. And it's this feeling of empowerment, of gratitude, just like life is good. Yeah. That feeling I have to instill in my wife and my children at all times. That is baseline. <laughs> and so if we're thinking about energy, how am I showing up? How does my face look? What is the tonality tonality of my voice? I, lately, I've been telling my guys, show up to your family like you're walking on stage in front of 10,000 people. Yep. Because we sure would show up for them, even though they're not as important to us as our family. But we take them for granted and we show up like a piece of shit. Like when we get home from work, oh, good. Now we can be our own shitty self. Your mm. true self comes out when you're at home. Right. When you're most broken and most exhausted and most over it, that's you. Mm. So if that's you, apathetic, selfish, lazy, damn, you got some work to do. Yeah. Why do you think I spent so much damn money on self-development? Because naturally, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> so like we we got work to do. Yeah. You know, and I still show up sometimes where I got to catch myself, but I'm getting real damn good at it, man. Yeah. I, and, <laughs> and I've been sowing the seeds and I've, I've been showing yes. up and um, I've been asking my wife to help me, let me know what my energy's like. If she sees my energy down mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean you have to be yelling and screaming all the time like me. I'm a high energy guy. That's not the point. The point is, how do they feel in your presence? Correct. I've been a very quiet man that make me feel amazing. So it's not that that's just my personality. I don't mean you have to come in and like blow horns and do clown shows and juggle and shit. <laughs> you just, you, they feel so safe and loved in your presence. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. hundred percent. Go ahead. No, no, no. Was... You're happy to be there with them. You yeah. I mean that you're there present. Yeah, with them. man. You just, yeah. you just, and, it, and I think one of the things too is, is having that discipline to be able to consistently do that, consistently do that is great. Like I say, I've worked my ass off because like I have, like, if you hit my button, like it's hard to hit my button, but when you hit it, I'm like, Ploop, and then I'm like, oh shit. Like, like I'll pop off and I'm like, turkey, turkey timer pop. and then you're like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. But the thing is, is like my kids know if I mess up, I'm going to come back and be like, Hey, I apologize. Well, that's, that's it. And that's, that's one of the, that's one of the biggest things that I have learned to do because before six years ago, when I was in that nasty shithead space, you know, yeah. oh, this and that, you know, that's where I wouldn't. I'd pop off, but blah, whatever, like, I don't care. Like, I would go into that phase. Yeah. Well, but really, honestly, I cared so much that I just didn't want to admit my ego and my pride were like, no, 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 don't say you were wrong. But yeah. now my kids know if I mess up, I'll come and be like, hey, my wife knows if I mess up and I say, hey, I messed up. That means like, hey, like, I actually literally mean I mess up. I apologize for what I've done, you know, and that's where my kids know, like the other week. I went off on kale and I'm like, like two minutes later, I'm like, all right. And my wife is, I love it. Cause she calls me out and I call her out. Like, it's cool. Cause she's That's like, Hey, you think you, you, you might want to check yourself on that one. I'm like, shit. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, kale, listen, come here, dude. I'm like, listen, I should not have gotten you. Like I, this is what I don't like, but I should not have done that. Yeah. And that shows him that, and it shows all of our kids, you know, that there are opportunities for you to say, Hey, yeah, I, I, I was wrong. And then to be able to fix it and show something different. And I think that's important. So you know, I tell my guys that if you do that, no harm, no foul, that's an A plus. Yeah. 
because because this inner turmoil and this darkness we got as men it ain't going away nope. <laughs> like we can work on it with workouts and discipline and getting self-respect and loving the man in the mirror sure but those moments are coming those yeah. stressful days and that chaos is there and so the practice is sometimes you got to put on a little show and act <laughs> yes yes oh yeah yes i'm not gonna fake it i'm gonna be honest okay well good luck in your marriage and being a father who's not erratically all over the place yeah like sometimes being steady is gritting your teeth yeah and just do it yesterday which is great because you say this uh yesterday man i just want to fucking burn it all like i'm in the education space and i'm like i just yesterday i was just like dude i'm like and this is my last year, so there's different things. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I just want to fucking burn everything yesterday. So even even a conversation of, hey, what do you want to eat for dinner? I was like, I don't think you should let me make that decision. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't in the right space, guys. I'd be like, let's go to the restaurant, burn a whole fucking thing that, like, you know. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm it's, it's, you know, you know when you're so pissed off and like just the slightest noise, like you you just want to like break windows and just. <laughs> And like, I'm working on like, cause I'll, I'll get quiet. And, and I'm like, this sucks too. Yeah. I'm like this sucks too. Quiet dad sucks. Yeah. He's boring. He's <laughs> just like, so I'm like, all right. So I'll just like, I'll just shake like, like pick <laughs> out of this thing and just be like, and I'll just smile this fake ass smile. And I'll ask some dumb ass questions and nobody noticed. They're like, dad's happy. And I'm like, damn, I'm getting good at this acting game, but I just, God, it's so hard, dude. It, it, it is, is I think it's so hard. It's like the Tasmanian devil on the inside, just like, yeah. And, I, I think, yeah. and I think one of the things is, is there's a lot of people too, because we get into like masculinity, stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, well, anger is not good. Dude, anger, you, dude, I've used anger to fucking do a lot of awesome shit. Most. Now, if I get, if I get. <laughs> Like you put me on a baseball field when I'm pissed off or a football field, I'm fucking housing everybody. Like, like, let's go, you know, and it's, it, but there's also things like if I need something done and I'm pissed off, it gets done like a lot faster, a lot quicker. But I think there's also, how do we release that? So I know for me and the awareness that I've created for myself, I know there is a point to where I'm like, my button is either pushed or I'm getting there that I need to go expend this energy in some way or somebody's getting it. Like, and I don't want it to be my family. So that's where like for like if I if I if I tell my wife like hey I'm going to go for a run like usually I'll run like during but if I'm like hey I'm going to go for a run and I look at her like this she's like <laughs> take as long as you want and I'm like okay <laughs> and I'm like but for whatever reason I put my headphones in dude the one day I ran for like I don't know fucking 4 hours or some shit like that like I just ran I just just went and like, but I had so much, it was in, in, we live in a blended family. It was a situation that was going on with dealing with all of those different things, you know, yeah. what's happening with my son, uh, things like that. And it's it those pieces for a dad who's blended family, like I'm provider protector. I'm like, dude, I'm ready to like, I'm ready to like, ah, all this like rage stuff and i'm like i gotta go get it out and and that's where it's like you gotta have spaces in order to be able to do that so what are some tactics kind of like you've said a little bit of some but are there any other tactics that you use to help either use that in a positive manner or get it out so that you don't take it out on somebody else so i've been trying to reconcile this idea of like the warrior in the garden the warrior monk yep uh braveheart and jesus yep you know because a lot of men are angry like me, I'm angry. I'm an angry guy. And uh, 
sometimes we go like, okay, let's just push that down and, and then kill it or suffocate it and try to keep it there. But then you turn into a pussy. Like you, you, you don't, you lose your fight. You lose your drive. You lose what makes you a man. And so I love that feeling of empowerment. Like I'm going to go crush skulls, mm -hmm. but I don't want to crush someone's <laughs> skull. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I might be a little angry, but I'm nice. I don't want to hurt people. And what I realize is a lot of times I'll get that, like that fight in me, just like that pop, you know, like mm -hmm. you're just kind of like, ah, yes, like, let's I get it. You know, and, and what I realized is I channeled that to service. Yes. Yep. My purpose is to build men up, change their lives, like get in their hearts and, and, and inspire them. Like that's the drive. The fight now becomes the game of raising men. And I was like, that's it. You channel it to service. Yeah. And now you are the warrior monk. Now you are the warrior in the garden. And so it's a place where the fire can go. It's a path of release that is really, really productive. And you know, when you talk to a man who you're connecting with and they're listening and you can just let them have it, like the truth, mm -hmm. oh, talk about getting some angst out. And then they listen and maybe they yell back at you and you're yelling at each other, but it's like love and you're growing. Oh yeah. Bro, that's it. Yep. Like that is the place that's why I love this game so much. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And and to have the real conversations because in our brother we've had some listen we've had some really con big conversations, you know, some conversations that have been heated. But dude, we go at, at the end of it. Those are my brothers, man. Those yeah. are my brothers. I love them to death. Uh, if you fuck with them, you fuck with me. Uh, and it's everybody, you know. And it and it that's that's what I love. And it's the same thing, kind of with your family and your kids and stuff too is yeah. that's that's how we can go you know what i mean like my wife and i we won't agree on everything and we'll hash it out we'll let it but then at the end of the day i love her like and there's that unconditional love that i have for her that i'm like all right yeah we can scrap it's cool we don't have to agree on everything we're not we're humans you know what i mean but we're doing this fucking thing together and then we're gonna let it ride and uh and, and so forth so i just yeah i love it and taking that fire and focusing it in on the right things yeah. to to help and to serve because when you help and serve others you sow that seed of service dude the harvest is fucking massive man massive 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 so it's like when you take yeah. your buddy to the gym you know who's like hasn't worked out in a while and you're like yes let's go <laughs> he's in you know finally you, you just get after it together you know and you yeah. watch him suffer and you're like yes this is where it's at. This is where growth is, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Well, so let's... before we before we get to the, the top three tools to help yeah. men sow seeds and reap harvest there, you know, I have to go back to your your brave heart and Jesus comment. It kind of reminded me of like the, the thing where like teeth and penis, those things that just don't usually go together. And you know, brave heart and Jesus. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> but but it worked out well i love it and and dude i love your you know that fire release in a, in a productive way for yeah. sure you know what i mean and and having that passion dude and that's the that's the thing is that burning desire and that passion to help others and good yep. for you man and, and you're doing it well so good for you yeah. so oh, now yeah. share the top three tools that you have that can help men sow seeds and reap harvest 
we've, we may have talked a little bit about them. Um, the first one, man, that I, I find really helpful for me and the beginning of working with my men is, is purpose building. Right. So it, we forget so fast why we're doing what we're doing. It's like in, in like six minutes, you're like, yeah, why am I doing this? This sucks. And then you're like, <laughs> then you negotiate in your head and you're just like, yeah, this is dumb. And then, and then, so, so then you go to your old ways and then three days later, you're like, man, I should probably do something. Uh, I'm a piece of shit. I, I need to get my life together. And then you do something for six minutes and then you're like, why am I doing this? We're, 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 we're so dumb. We forget. And so when, when you can stack purpose, like yeah. if we're talking about fitness, like a lot of guys are like, I'm doing this for my family to set an example. I'm like, boom, that's a high level. Why? Let's put that right at the top. But let's be real. Sometimes when we're not in our best state, like we hate our family in that moment. You're like, you're like, you, you, dude, you're talking shit about your wife in your head. And I do that. And I'm like, that's not good. I know that's not good. But in the moment, if I'm doing this for my wife and I'm not happy with my wife and my kids are frustrating me, man, I might go just hammer a pizza and have 17 beers if that's my only purpose. Yep. Right. So right stack them. And sometimes you stack another purpose. Like maybe you're a coach for a team and you don't want to be the fat coach. Maybe mm. you play uh, a sport or you do jujitsu and you're like, man, I got to do this because I've got a tournament coming up, you know, or maybe you think about taking your shirt off at the pool and you just get a little more low level to hold you accountable mm -hmm. and then you have that stack of purpose for that thing that you're trying to do and you read that shit every day multiple times a day so that's one thing that i've seen work really well it's very yeah. simple yep right nice um the second thing is what i said in the beginning man like stop pushing the pain away and strengthen the man to a place where his his ability to manage stress is so high that the pain becomes fuel. Yep. And the problem is when we get comfortable because we've been winning a little while and we're like, we made it. Ah, the darkness just overtakes us, man. And we're weak like that. Mm. And so we can't stop because if we stop, we get weak so fast and all that inner turmoil and darkness we have that we've been managing and using now just overtakes us and eats us alive. Yep. So when you, when you realize that you're more apt to follow through because you can picture it. You can picture this darkness that's feeding the fuel of your fire to move forward and having it overtake you. And if you yeah. picture that when you don't want and the alarm goes off, and you're like, shit, the darkness is going to eat me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have this like idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this is the third idea to keep, keep you on track. Okay. We all know this. When you meet someone, and this is a lot like what we talked about with your kids, you, you're in a room and you meet someone who is just on fire. And you're like, man, there's something different about this guy. Mm -hmm. Well, those guys, they have a story. And they usually got up early that morning. They probably didn't skip a workout. The nutrition's on point. They're probably pretty damn organized and they follow through with what they said they were going to do. And they do hard shit. That's what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. 
that's that that feeling that energy that power of presence is earned every day so if you want to have impact in this world and you want to have a voice with power and authority and moral authority you have to do it today what you did last yesterday will not bleed over to the man today you'll be fake as fuck and people will smell it and so i am terrified of losing that power because it feels so good to be in a position to be able to have some impact and have your words be able to influence others in a oh, good yeah. way. Your words will weaken when you weaken. Mm, that's good. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Those are the things I remember to keep me on track, man. That's what keeps me waking up every morning, never missing a workout, keeping my nutrition on point, treating my wife right, being patient with my kids day after day, day after day, working in the business doing what I said I would do. Those three things. Nice. Great stuff, brother. Hell yeah. Love it, love it, love it. It's powerful. So would seeds. Each one of those three things did so seeds. So we're getting to the five-second Q&A. Oh, God, five here seconds. we go. I just five let seconds. it rip, man. You're going to find out what, I, what, what weird <laughs> shit about me. Five <laughs> seconds to answer 10 questions. God. Go ahead and go first, Clay. All right, here's the first one. All right, ready, Kyle? What's your right. favorite animal? Oh man, uh, we're going with uh, the the freaking um, uh, what are they? Orangutans? The yeah, orangutans. Yeah. orangutans are freaking. Gnarly. I could watch them all day, dude. <laughs> weirdest animals I ever seen. They are. They are too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great one. Um, work or play? Oh, bro, I. I'm a I work, baby. Work is play. <laughs> I love working because of what I do. I That's just right. when I'm having, I have a hard time having fun, man. I really do because I'm like, man, we could be impacting lives right now. Like this mm-hmm. is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> I just went on a two day retreat. Two day retreat with. uh With Keith Yaki, he does. Dude, very- that's okay. my guy, dude. I was in Scottsdale with Keith, dude. Okay, so I hung out. I hung out with him and, and you're his- at his event. That's awesome. I went and we played for two days and I was twitching, man. I was like, I got, I got to work. I got to, Oh my God. Uh, I got to help people. This is, but that's, a, that's why I hang out with him now because like, he's my fun coach. I, I seen his little dance when you guys were shooting pool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good he's, fun, that's awesome. he's my fun coach. He's going to teach me how to have fun. He's a badass. <laughs> yeah, he is awesome. He is awesome. All right. What's a uh, third question. What's your favorite word? Oh man fire uh, me too me fire too. top book recommendation for our listeners i say you do what i do i grab I just it right read this one and uh i hired a i hired a ceo right after i read this Rock i'm probably not a big enough company to have a ceo but i hired one because of this book rocket yeah. fuel who's that by this is uh Gina Wickman and Mark C. Winters, they, um, what is the e- the EOS model of running a business? Uh, part of the Traction Library. So right. it's about visionary and integrator. And I am all visionary, dude. Like my yeah. business was like a million dollar hobby until I got this guy, like zero infrastructure. <laughs> and he came in, he's like, how did you do this like this? He's like, I don't, this doesn't make any sense. So I realized my strength, I'm all visionary. Yeah zero integrator and he's he's got it so 
Um, if you run a business, read this book, find out who you are on either side, and then find your opposite and hire them to change your life. Right Perfect. on. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, who's your hero? Oh, my wife, my mm. freaking wife, dude. Awesome. She is so insanely disciplined and steady and just mm -hmm. rad. Yeah. I see your videos all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. Sure. I see your videos all the time too. They're all awesome. So it's great. <laughs> She's legit, dude. She's, yes. yeah. she is it, man. John, what's your, what's one. your deepest fear? Oh man. Just, just wasting, wasting my life. Like not, not reaching my potential, man. Just mm -hmm. like just leaving anything on the table, anything. Yep. Love it. I feel that. Mm. Uh, if you could go back in time to change any part, would you? And it would be fun to go back and be like six years old again with all with everything I know. Be like, let's start over. Watch this. But uh, but you know, in reality, like the to the worst times have been times I needed. I wouldn't be yep. able to. Do, I wouldn't be able to do what I do now. You know, 100%. we're going through a downturn in the economy, and a lot of my guys are are crushed, like I did in two thousand eight. Right now, they've yeah. they've already lost it all. I was able to walk them through it and be like, hey. Like laugh, they're like, "Dude, I lost everything." I go, "Oh, yeah, been <laughs> there." I go, Guess <laughs> what? Your your top is yet to come, man. Like yeah. this is part of it. This is yeah. good. All you're doing is contracting. You still? I'm like, still married? Yeah. Okay, hold on to that if you can. It's it's a little rough, but uh, but like all you're doing is contracting. It's like yeah. you had a big house, now you have a small one, but you still you still have food. Still have a roof over your head. Mm -hmm. You got a car now. It's like a six hundred dollar car. You had a seventy thousand dollar car, but it's still a car. It still goes. Like, what is the real problem here? It's ego. You got yeah. your ego kicked. So guess what? The best thing you can do is get your ego kicked in the balls because that's what's causing you all those problems anyway. So congratulations, yeah. you're going love to. It. Love it. Kick the ego right in the balls. I love it. Right in the balls. Ah. What do you wish you to learn sooner? Oh man, uh, I I I love I love this entrepreneur game, man. I do. And, I, but I understand you got to live a life to, to actually, you, you got to build the man before the man can build the business. Yep. And I get that. And if I, if I was younger, I would have gotten into self-development mm -hmm. a lot sooner, more um, like planned, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, we're developing, but it's slow unless you actually focus on it yep. and then you can just light speed. Mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to give that to my kids. Like, Hey, let me show you the fast track, son. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, dad, you don't know nothing. Actually, the, the crazy thing is, is I now I'm like, damn, my dad was fucking smart. Like, yeah, he, I, I don't know if he knew what he was doing all the time, but dude, he played some shit that I was like, man, I, I, I call him up every once. I'm like, dad, dude, you were like a genius, man. He's like, thanks. I don't know what the fuck I did, but yeah, thanks. I'm like, I don't know. I'll tell you. But uh, number nine. Do you prefer the soft cloud ver version of the truth or the sword version? Oh, the sword all the way right all to the, the way. Yeah, right I to love it. That's me. I love it. Just give me the fucking sword. Uh, Let's do it. Rip it. Last what's one. your biggest strength? Um, I wonder if I wrote this down. Uh, my One of my guys told me, he said, you know what your biggest strength is? He goes, you will work tire tirelessly without the thought of anything in return from anyone and serve anyone regardless of the price nice i thought That'd that was be damn nice to hear good for you okay, yeah oh yeah you can't see it in yourself sometimes <laughs> mm -hmm. when someone tells you something like that you're like 
Damn. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Where can people reach you at, Kyle? Instagram's the best place to kind of get to know me and see how insane I am. And uh, if by some chance you actually connect with what I write and uh, you want to work with me, you can reach out. I always tell guys when they get on with me, I'm like, wow, you must be insane. <laughs> we're on a call together. You or you haven't read my shit, right? <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you got to screw loose. So, <laughs> and then uh, superhumanfathers.com. Um, you can book a call with uh, the Ox Man, and the Ox is uh, a guy that worked with me for about a year, lost a hundred pounds, and just completely, utterly changed his life. And awesome, one of our biggest, biggest cheerleaders. So we uh, we run all our calls through the Ox to get a, a participant's perspective, and then, awesome. uh, then they kick them over to me. Sweet, awesome, man. And, and guys, you got a shit ton out of this uh be just ain't being able to sow seeds and and reap that harvest just like we all have here and just what kyle was showing you there as well too so um definitely reach out to kyle get in there and again as purpose infused brotherhood we support the superhuman father and uh, being able to get in there if that mixes with you and you love that go do that uh, and also take this podcast episode right here share it with other one other person download this episode go rate and review and uh, man, Kyle, thanks for being here with us tonight. We appreciate the hell out of you. And uh, man, we got a lot of shit out of this. So appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. You guys are crushing it, man. Thank you for what you're doing for men. We have to band together Absolutely. and make a change and fight the weakness that is destroying our people right now. 100%. 100%. Thank I you, agree. guys. Appreciate it. Let's have a kick-ass week, and we will see you next week, guys. Later, all. Later.